0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from whenever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, it's your host, Gabriel Carfor, and today I'm going to be talking about walking with God and Christianity. I think this is such a broad topic because Christianity is it's very hard um, to comprehend. It's It's almost a blind game for some people, and for those people who don't have a deep connection with God or who want to have a deep connection with God, this is definitely a perfect podcast for you because i'm going to go into what it means to walk with god because a lot of people talk about walking with god they talk about the walk with god and you might not necessarily know what that means um but in this podcast i'm going to help you break it down so you understand um first of all we're going to start with 2 corinthians 5 7 in 2 corinthians 5 7 it says for we walk by faith not by sight now this is a very famous bible verse and for we walk by faith not by sight means that when you're on your walk with with god or when you are trying to find um god spiritually you you need to you need to drive yourself not not by sight not by what you can see but what you feel it's by what's inside of you it's by your faith now a clear example of this is People, everyone knows how the Wi-Fi works, everyone knows how Bluetooth works, and everyone knows how to connect your phone to Wi-Fi, right? And we don't necessarily focus on the grand scheme of networking on, and, and Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So, for example, everyone knows how to connect their Wi-Fi, and it's just one of those things. But not everyone necessarily knows what the grand scheme of Wi-Fi is and how Wi-Fi really works in the grand scheme, like the network links, the pylons, all, all those, all those in-detail things. Because you're just a customer, kind of, to the, this Wi-Fi, you, you just use it. use it for your social media. You don't really think, mm, how does this Wi-Fi work? You just use it. And Christianity is very similar to this example because it's like, you don't need to know how something works. You don't need to know exactly how this works. You don't need to see proof you don't need to see the pylons or the network links to know that wi-fi works do you understand so you don't in that similar light you don't need to see god in front of you to know that he exists and it's very very important that you understand that you don't need proof of his existence it's by faith what would it be worth if god just put us on this earth And told us he existed, showed us that he existed by standing in front of us all. We'd all believe, we'd all be believers, but what would be the reward? God made heaven and hell to show who would believe and abide in him. What would be the reward if he just said, here it is, everyone would believe in God if he showed himself? And earth is a test to see if you are worthy to to be in paradise forever. Um... In Deuteronomy 5, 3-3 it says, You shall walk in the way that the Lord your God has condemned you. Jesus has put us on this earth, God has put this very big burden on us to worship Him. And I think for you and as an individual, if you're struggling in faith, you you need to know where will I be grounded? So if you if your faith is not strong right now and you're not as close with God, think why have I got a disconnect? And I'm going to give you an example right now, a personal story of mine is my father passed away when I was 12 years old and my connection with God became very lucrative. It became like, it was almost non-existent to a time. Um, and I stopped going to church. Um, I stopped believing in God altogether. And There there was a time in my life where I thought, why why am I giving all this up? Why am I giving paradise? Why am I giving Jesus away when this has happened to me? Why all my life I've believed in Jesus? Why would I throw this away? So if you're at a stage in your life, you need to analyse why are you at this stage? Why have you come to this stage with disconnect with God? Is it a personal thing that's happened along the way? For, for example, in my situation, when I lost connection with God was when my father passed away. But what is your story? How have you fallen out with God? And you need to understand that with God, it's a relationship. It's a relationship that needs building. It's trust. In Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, it's a trust in the Lord with all your heart. You need to trust God. It's not like you can walk up to somebody on the street and just say, we're friends now, I trust you, here's my phone, here's my wallet, here's everything I've got. Do you understand? But for the Lord, you need to build that trust with you so you feel comfortable knowing that you can put all into God. People normally just say, give everything to God. You need to trust God to give him everything because Jesus and God, he's the only only source of comfort when you're when you're feeling some type of way for some people who are non-believers or who shy away from god it's most most of the time people shy away from god because of other people believe it or not people shy away from god because they don't think that people will like them believing in god or they feel they feel embarrassed that they believe in god but you should never shy away from god you should never shy away from god it D- doesn't matter what people think you live your life for yourself you don't live for others that's a very pivotal point of this podcast i think that you don't live for others your life is your life and you live for yourself and your walk with god will be different to somebody else's walk with god so you shouldn't fixate your mind on how people walk with god and if if your faith is not strong you should think where am i grounded how will i be grounded in faith I think the very first steps that you should take if you're ever trying to rekindle your faith back with God is how did I spiral? How did I let go of faith with God? In my case, it was obviously, my, like I've mentioned, my, my father passed away and that really took a pivotal point. It, it slowed my faith in God. So pinpoint the time where you think this is when I fell out with God. This is when... My trust for God elapsed. Find that point and think, was it worth it? Was it worth falling out with God? Do you think that you can do life without God? Um in Psalms 119 to 133 says, Keep steady my steps according to your promise, and let no inequality get denomination over me. Don't let other people get into your mind about how you should live your life. Don't let other people determine how you should believe in God. There are a lot of people who believe in God, let's say for the culture, they believe in God only because their family believes in God. They believe in God because their friends believe in God. But you should believe in God because you want to believe in God. You should believe in God because in yourself, you should feel this, this is God. You should feel... You are a sheep. And Jesus is the shepherd. And if you want to be shepherds over other people. To teach people the way of the God. To evangelise the word of the God. You need to give everything to God. You need to sit down. And think. God just take me. Um, so the way that I learned, I'll give you a personal story. The way that I learned was. Is I sat down. And no one really teaches you how to pray. Like people around you. They, they pray a lot. You, you see people when you go to church. You see your family, your friends. They pray. Um, and you think, how do people do this? How do words just come out of their mouth? Do they think before they speak. And it's very, very important. It, it, praying is a conversation. You need to know that praying is simply a conversation between you and God. That there's no style of prayer. <gasps> people think that... There's a certain style of prayer. There, there's a certain way to pray. There's no, there's no way to pray. It's a conversation. Prayer is a conversation. It's how you take that conversation. I can sit here right now like I'm talking to you and I could I could tell you that this is a prayer because I'm talking to you. There's a conversation. If this, how, if this is how you want to speak to God, this is how you speak to God. There's no certain tone or voice that you need to put on. It's a conversation. You need to sit down. And I used to sit down beside my bed, and I used to just talk I used to talk to God, I used to ask God, what is my purpose in life and soon enough he'll show you don't expect it in the ways that people say there are there are stories where people have physically heard God, where they think that they, they they they've heard God, and they said I, I know that this is the way, and hearing God it's very it's it's a thing where you don't actually need to hear a physical voice to hear God. A sign could be God. So, for example, say I was going for two jobs. And one job had very, very, very good prospects. It got a very, very good income. And then there was another job. It, was, it wasn't a bad job, but it wasn't as much income as the other one. And if a sign comes through that says the second job is the one you need to take, That is the job you need to take. That's your calling from God. It doesn't need to be a sign, uh, like a voice, saying, take this job or do this in a deep voice. Because people have this interpretation that Jesus is going to be this big, loud voice that's going to whisper everything that you need to do. That's not what Christianity is. That's not how life works. It's it's signs, it's feelings. You need to run on how... Because God works through you. You need to understand that. God works through you. He doesn't work through... Big, loud voice. some people have said that they've heard God, but everyone's interpretation, everyone's encounter with God is very, very different um and it said in james four seven that submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It is very, very, very easy to to fall out with God. It's very easy to to accept the devil and, and let him run through, and you you think that accepting the devil is being a worshipper of the devil. That's not accepting the devil. Accepting the devil could be temptation. Um, When there are temptations that are presenting itself, it's very hard for you as a human to say no to those temptations. But it's your duty as a Christian to say, this is not leading a godly life. This is not what God has, has taught me to do. And in James 4, 7, it says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Give yourself. If, if if you are burdened with a decision, sit down, pray with God, have a conversation with God. Say, God, what can I do? And surely enough, He will reveal Himself to you. He will reveal yourself. It might be a feeling. One day you wake up and you think, I know what I want to do. There's been many times where I've been conflicted with a decision, and praying with God will will awaken me and the next morning or the next day or even a couple of hours later i will think i know what i need to do that i know what i need to do feeding that's god that's god telling you this is what you should do um in zechariah 3 7 it says thus say the lord of hosts if you will walk in my ways and keep my charge then you shall rule my house and have change of my courts and i will give you the right of access among those who are standing here there's a very long long passage and it basically says to summer all of that if you walk with god now the walk with god it's something i said i'll explain the walk with god is giving yourself giving yourself to god and say this is the path that i want to be on this is the spiritual path i want to be on I want to be with you, God. That's what effectively it is to walk with God. Everyone has their own different walks with God. And it's time for you to sit down and think, what is my walk with God? God, What what is my calling, God? So that's when you need to sit down and pray and think, how will I walk with God? How will I walk with God? And like I was saying in Zechariah, it says that, you need to find a way to walk with god and if you walk with god and you walk on this path that you will rule his house he's saying that the promise of heaven will be there if you walk with god if you accept god and you walk with him it is very very difficult for a non-believer or someone who's lost their faith to suddenly go back into it but it's a gradual process you don't just, like I said, you don't just walk up to a stranger and give them your keys to your house. You don't give them your wallet and your phone and say, I trust you. But you go to God and you say, Lord God, I, I put my faith in you. I pour out everything I have for you. You need to sit down. You need to, these are the steps. And these are the steps I'm going to talk to. Step one, identify where your faith had elapsed with God. Identify where. Your faith had ended, or where you sidetracked from God. That's step one. Step two: Think how will I be grounded. Now, how will I be grounded is saying, how 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 can walking with God be reflected in my life? Everyone has their own different different lives. Some people are corporate lawyers. Some people are doctors. Some people are election um lecturers, engineers. Some people live a very different life. Some people are students. Secondary school students. Primary school students. A-level students. University students. All all, all these. Everyone walks a different life. okay. And it's your job to think, how can I be grounded in, in, in what I am? If you're going through, say, GCSEs. How can my walk with God reflect my GCSEs? And it can reflect your GCSEs in many ways. If you give trust to God... If you give trust to God, let your worries go. If you give trust to God, he'll help you through that. If you're an A-level student, you you give your trust to God and you think, this is the way that I want to live. I want to give trust to God. I I want to feel free. I want to know that I don't need to worry about anything. I don't need to fear anything but God. And that's the second step. How will I be grounded in my personal life? So if you are going through GCSEs, God, how can I be grounded in my GCSEs? If you're going through A-levels, God, how can I be grounded in my A-levels? If you're going after university, how can I be grounded in my degree? So that's the second step. The third step is praying. Praying to God. Having a conversation with God from step one to step two. Having a conversation with him of everything that you've done so far. Say, God, God, I accept you. I have found a way to be grounded within you. I have identified where, where I lost track of you. I've identified that. I, I've identified how I'm going to be grounded. And I'm having a conversation with you. God, help me. God, help me in this path. That's, that's what you've got to say. You've got to say, God, help me. How can I be grounded? I've spoke about being grounded. I've had that conversation with myself. Now, God, I'm bringing this conversation to you. How can I be grounded in your love? And the fourth step is accepting God. There's one thing to have a conversation with him. There's one thing to have a conversation with yourself. But there's another thing to accept him. To accept him and say, here I am, God. Here I am. Here I am to worship. God, take me in. Worshipping and praying in God is very, very, very simple. Find find the best way you worship. The best way to worship for me is listening through song. Because I feel, there's a sense of feeling, and I know that a lot of people have felt this, whether you are a non-believer or you, you, you have a disconnect with God, or whether you're a believer, you have this feeling. Well, for me, I have this feeling. When I'm listening to music, when I'm listening to gospel music, I'm listening to worship music, and I can hear it, I can feel God in the presence. It doesn't matter who's around me. I can feel God. That's why I do things for God. I don't do things for the other people around me. I can feel god in me worshiping so music is a definitely a, a definite way to feel god for me some people could be through evangelism they can feel god by spreading the word some people it's through prayer I can, they can feel god when they pray and i always pray that i get the gift of speaking in tongues now i'm not expecting those who are non-believers or with disconnect to god for, for their ambition straight away to be speak tongues, you can see it in the long term but not to begin with you need to take God every step by by step, it is like I said many times through this podcast, you don't go up to God and you say uh, don't go up to a friend or, or someone you've just seen on the street and go here's my wallet, here's my keys you go up to God you speak to him you pray to him, you worship with him and then you go up to him and go God take me take me for everything that I am it's like God has designed us to be a certain way. If when, you, when you go to the shop, you buy a bag. You buy a bag and you buy a bag for school, let's say. Let's say you're going to secondary school and you have six lessons a day and you, you've bought that bag for the books. You've bought that bag for just purely holding your books and your stationery in. And then as weeks and months t- go by, you check that bag and y- you realize that that bag has things that you didn't intend for it to have in it. For example, if I look at my bag now I can see rubbish, I can see crumbs, I can, I can see packets of food that I've just left there, that the food's not in there, there's just the packets there. Those things, that this can be a whole metaphor for your life. So God has created you for something. God has said, this is you, you are the bag and here is my love and here is the box. And you have filled the bag that God has given you with other things. And if you see this in the relation to how does this connect to my world, is it's, it's, you filled your bag with rubbish. With people's ideas, with people's thoughts. With distractions, with social media. You've, 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 you've filled the bag that God has made for you with other things, distractions in life. But you need to fill your bag with God. You need to take away your distractions. You need to take away people's perceptions and say... God, this is me. So you bought the bag for your box and things, but rubbish has entered your bag. Things like wrappers, crumbs have entered your bag, and that can be through Christianity. God has created you, and you filled your life with distractions. It's time to remove those distractions, and it's just like a bag. A bag, can, a bag can be cleared. You can clear a bag. For those people who have lost connection with God, you can clear God from your bag. And you can fill that bag with rubbish and wrappers and crumbs, but you'll turn up to school with nothing. But if you fill your bag with God, the books, let's say as the representation, God is the books. You can fill your bag with books and the stationery. You go to school and you will pass your exams. Whereas if you go to school with the bag of rubbish, there's no hope for you. So it says in 1 John 4, 8, it says anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. If you can't love those around you, then you don't know God because God says, love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. You need to love everyone, regardless of what people, you need to love everyone. It's not a, oh, I pick and choose who to like and God will like that. It's not your interpretation. It's that you Will love everyone because God is love. If you love everyone, you love God because God is love. Um, in Hebrew eleven five it says, "But faith was taken." Faith was taken. Also says in Genesis three eight, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden, in the cool of day. God comes to you in different different ways. And it all depends on how your relationship is built with God. As I close this podcast, I want you guys to know people who have a disconnect with God or don't know God as of yet. Do the four steps that I said. Find the four steps. If you are really eager to, 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 to build that relationship back with God, do those four steps. Go back and listen to the four steps. Step one. Find where things went wrong. Why do you not believe in God? Why did you stop believing in God? Step two, be grounded. Find a way to be grounded in your personal life. Step three, pray. Have a conversation with God. Don't think that I need to pray like everybody else. Have a conversation with God. Now I'm going to put this podcast to an exit. And I hope this podcast has taught you a lot of things um and yeah so i hope this podcast has taught you a lot of things and i'll hope to see you in a later podcast so this is gabriel signing out